Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome once more to this evening's edition of uh, Talking Point. If it's a Tuesday evening, then it's this time of the evening where we have the focus on Palestine. It's been presented by Molina Ihsan Hendricks, the executive director of the Al Quds Foundation of South Africa, for quite a while now. And certainly, it's our weekly update on what happens to the people of Palestine. You'll probably remember two or three weeks ago, Molina just decided to do it a little differently. Molina is online with us. Molina, assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh, Mr. Jameel, and to all the listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape this evening. Shukran once more for your time, Olena. And again, we are all sitting and eagerly going, uh, holding on to, hang on to every word that you... Olena, but I want to ask you just again, as always, just to give us a bit of a refresher. Yeah, but uh, Jamil, I thought that uh, with your kind permission uh, this evening, uh, if we can uh, deviate a little bit from our normal pattern of our program... And I want to touch on uh, three uh, dimensions that is not uh, directly related to our program, and the exception will only be for this evening. Oh, inshallah. Per- quite perfect, now, Molina. Is, the first one is, I want to take the opportunity to remind the community that uh, the personality and the freedom fighter, Leila Khalid, has already arrived in South Africa approximately a few days ago. And uh, inshallah, on Thursday, Leila Khalid will be in Cape Town, inshallah, as part of a national uh, campaign in South Africa. And she is hosted by the BDS uh, campaign of South Africa. But coming to Cape Town, she will be hosted by the Muslim Judicial Council and the Al-Quds Foundation. It is important for me tonight to motivate the community to uh, take the opportunity and come and listen on Thursday evening uh, to Leila Khalid with uh, one very important uh, change to the program with the Jamil. And that is that the program will still continue Thursday evening except that there is a change in the venue for Thursday evening. The venue originally was the Darul Islam uh, High School uh, premises. Uh, The venue has now been changed to the uh, Islamia complex uh, in the Lansdowne area, and the wall attached to the Islamia College uh, is going to be the new venue. And the time will still be at 7 o'clock, inshallah, commencing before Salat al-Maghrib. And uh, we are asking the community to take note of the change of venue, again, from the Darul Islam premises to the Islamia complex, uh, where the auditorium, the wall is, and of course the... Masjid complex of Islamia is in Lansdown, and so we are asking uh, people who purchase the tickets to take note of the change of venue, and they mainly haste with Hadi Yunus Ali of the Al-Quds uh, Foundation. Hadi Yunus Ali from the Al-Quds Foundation is the coordinator 
for the program on Thursday evening, inshallah. Inshallah. Maulana, do you have his phone number handy? I perhaps maybe towards the end. Okay. I do not have the number off the top now, but um, I think that uh, uh, we will uh, forward it uh, to your honorable self so that uh, today, tomorrow, as well as Thursday during the day, Voice of the Case uh, can, on a continuous basis, remind the community of the change of venue, inshallah. Inshallah. I'm certain we have that number. Molina, the tickets, I know, were 200 rand each. Are there still tickets available? Uh, I would assume that there is still a few tickets uh, left, and uh, Yunus Ali will be able to uh, tell you exactly how many tickets uh, is left, but uh, my responsibility tonight is again to motivate the community not to miss the opportunity uh, listening to Leila Khalik. I think the uh, opportunity to listen to her, this is a second visit uh, to South Africa. I had the privilege to meet with Leila Khalik uh, a number of years uh, back uh, on my visit uh, to Iran when I attended uh, the al Quds uh, conference. Uh, many years back, that was my first uh, personal meeting of Leila Khalik. Then a few years ago when she came to South Africa, she came to visit uh, the Muslim Judicial Council and the offices of the al Foundation. And here again is a wonderful opportunity for the community to listen to the story of the mother, the freedom fighter, and of course uh, her contribution towards the struggle for the liberation and the freedom of the Palestinian people on Thursday evening, inshallah. Inshallah. Then, uh, Dr. Jamil, uh, I am uh, guided by you according to the time uh, facility and the traditional break that we have to take the boat. But the second one is, uh, if you allow me, I want to take the opportunity uh, today, the 10th of February, 2015, uh, to extend my warm greeting uh, to my beloved uh, mother, uh, Hadjurawayda Hendrik. Uh, today is her uh, birthday, and uh, I refer to her as uh, uh, an institution of reference, and uh, it is uh, wonderful to still have uh, uh, with us as a family. And so uh, on behalf of uh, my brothers, and my sisters and uh, sister-in-laws and all the grandchildren and everybody, uh, our wishes uh, to our mother, as she is fondly referred to as Dadi. Uh, we uh, want to say shukran for her being such a wonderful mother in our life. Uh, we pray for her good health and her strength. And for many more years with us, inshallah. Amen. And uh, for the wonderful person that she is, there is much to say about her. But I thought that uh, uh, as I dedicate uh, the program on a Tuesday evening tonight, uh, the program must uh, be dedicated uh, to uh, the birth uh, of my mother, inshallah. Amen. Amen to that, Molana. And that comes, that comes from all of us, Molana. I won't forget when I was there the last time, with sadly with uh, your father passing on. 
Your mom and your wife gave me picked a rose and said, "Gaat van die vervag maar." I still clearly remember that. Shukran jazakumullah khairan ya Abdul and to all the listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape. The third dimension for the evening of the Jamil is today, the 10th of February 2015, is the 70th anniversary of the Muslim Judicial Council for Africa. And allow me, in my capacity as, as the president of the MJC, to extend our warm greetings to all the imams and the ulama and the community at large for the 70th birthday of the Muslim Judicial Council. Inshallah. Today, uh, in fact, was a very uh, significant day in the MJC as we commence the 70th anniversary today for 2015 was a clear intention to roll out a number of programs for the year 2015, celebrating and reminiscing over the 70 years of the establishment of the Muslim Judicial Council. Today in the NJC at approximately ten uh, o'clock this morning, we had a substantial amount of our imams. I don't want to exaggerate, but uh, close uh, to a uh, hundred imams have gathered this morning for the historical uh, photograph at the NJC. We regard it as important, and uh, it registers. Uh, the membership of the Muslim Judicial Council, and then from approximately 11 o'clock till 2 o'clock today, we conducted the rest of the program at Masjid Salam in St. Athens Road, where we listened to many of our elders sharing with us the establishment and the history of the Muslim Judicial Council. Now, Brother Jamil, I am sure that you will agree with me. There is not to talk about the Muslim Judicial Council, but my responsibility as the president this evening is to pay tribute to the founding fathers of the Muslim Judicial Council. According to the records of the MJC and. A source in the MJC that is regarded as to be a source of reference in the historical records of the MJC is a senior person, the likes of Imam Yasin Harris. Imam Yasin Harris today, of course, gave a very detailed account of the establishment of the Muslim Judicial Council, 1945. So, It is significant, Mr. Jamil, to mention that the NJC on the 10th of February 1945 was actually established within the precincts of the St. George's Cathedral. I think that in itself speaks volumes of the vision and the character of the founding fathers of the Muslim Judicial Council. I must also place on record that 
Mawlana Yusuf Karan, who is the Mufti of the Muslim Judicial Council, a man whom all of us over the years have brought an enormous amount of respect. Mawlana Yusuf Karan, in the last few months, is not enjoying the best of the house. We pray for his well-being and we ask Allah to restore his good health and grant him shifa. Mawlana Yusuf Karan is an encyclopedia of reference in the Muslim Judicial Council. Allow me to quote uh, our predecessor, the late uh, Sheikh Nazim, rahmatullahi alayhi, who used to remind us as younger members in the MJC on a continuous basis, he used to say, if we want to see a dedicated member of the MJC, then Maulana Yusuf Karan was his point of reference. I must place on record that the Jamis that the details of the personalities and particularly the senior people. When we talk of the senior people today in the MJC, we are talking of Imams and Mashaikh who have spent the last 50, 60 years in the Muslim Judicial Council. Those who have an association with the MJC from the minute the MJC was established, 1945. Recently, due to the of Maulana Yusuf Saran, he wrote a very uh, emotional letter to the MJC. And as the president of the MJC, the day when I read the letter to my executives, I was overtaken by my own emotions, and I asked the Secretary General to continue to read the letter. But the highlight of that letter, as I even uh, read it out today, is that Mama Yusuf Saran talks of the enormous amount of respect that he enjoys over the last 40, 45 years, and that no one in the MJC has ever shown any form of disrespect to him. I think with that, Jamil, our community needs to listen to the details of the contributions made by such ulama. I know that uh, we are also dealing with chapters in the MJC that many people are not happy with past chapters of the MJC. There are many people who have their reservations about the MJC. There are many people who still have negative references either to personalities in the MJC, either to decisions that were taken by the Muslim Judicial Council, either circumstances that played out over a period of time, but that does not cancel and it does not dilute the principle of respect that we should have for the people who contributed to the Muslim Judicial Council. The likes of Maulana Yusuf Saran talks in detail. The likes of Imam Yasin Harris talks in detail of the Muslim Judicial Council. Today at St. Athens Road, we pay tribute to the life president of the MJC, Rahmatullahi Alayhi, Sheikh Muhammad Salih Deen, who passed on. In fact, I am already going to fail in my responsibility tonight when I mention some names and I leave out others. But it's not deliberate. But 2015 is going to see us try to exercise maximum fairness and justice 
and recall the names of the great intellectual giants in the NJP. Today, Sheikh Mohammed Amin Fakir, who is the head of the Imara, reminded us of the brilliant giants of reference in the NJP, that of Sheikh Ahmed Bihadi, Rahmatullahi Alayhi. He reminded us of the very capable, qualified wisdom of Sheikh Shafir Hamildin, Rahmatullahi Alayhi. And Sheikh Mohammed Amin Fakir recalled that when he returned to South Africa, he became a teacher with uh, Sheikh Shafir Hamildin. And how Sheikh Shafir Hamildin reminded Sheikh Mohammed Amin Fakir about the principal approaches that we take for our community here in Cape Town and in South Africa. In fact, the record for the NJP speaks very high of great intellectual giants in the ranks of the NJP. We pay tribute to the late uh, Sheikh Shakir Hamidi, the late Sheikh Abu Bakr Najjar, Rahmatullahi Alayhi, who served as the president of the Muslim Judicial Council. Our immediate predecessor, or my immediate predecessor, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel, paid a special tribute today to a fatherly figure in our contemporary times, myself and Sheikh Ibrahim, Sheikh Shahid Yesel, Sheikh Ahmed Sadiq, Sheikh Arafan, and others. We enjoy the very close relationship with Sheikh Nazim, Rahmatullahi Alayhi. Little did we realize that one day we will be charged with this new responsibility to lead the Muslim Judicial Council. I think that the NJC gives us a wonderful opportunity to recognize that there were great people in the NJC prior to our arrival in the NJC. In fact, the records of the NJC talk of people who were not graduates from Islamic uh, institutions and universities. But today, Imam Yasin asks us not to forget to pay tribute to the late Dr. Abrams, who was, in fact, a pioneer in pioneering from the progressive society, pioneering the establishment of the Muslim Judicial Council. The records of the NGC talk of the late Mutahashim uh, Idruz, as he is referred to, who served as the Secretary General of the Muslim Judicial Council. It culminated in the year 1996 when the NGC formed a policy called Associate Membership, that today the NGC prides itself with people who are members of the NGC but are not necessarily from the Ulama fraternity. The expansionist program of the NJC continues. Of course, there is never the idea that we have reached the ideal with the Jamaica. There is never the imagination that we have fulfilled all our duties and obligations. It is, in fact, our responsibility to recognize that there were great men who served the Muslim Judicial Council. In fact, the reference to the Azabia is a reference on its own 
recalling the legacy of the ulama of the Azabia, the Hendrik family, and so the Najjar family, and so there are so many families who have contributed to the establishment, the functioning of the Muslim Judicial Council. Today, in fact, Sheikh Muhammad Amin Fakir put out a letter that he corresponded in 1964. He corresponded with the Al-Azhar University for matters related to the Muslim community here in South Africa. Today we recognize that 20 years ago, as we celebrate today the 70th anniversary, a few months ago we celebrated the 20th anniversary of the establishment of the Al-Azhar School in the NJC. And that goes back to the time of the late Sheikh Al-Azhar, Sheikh Zad al-Haq, Ali Zad al-Haq, or Sheikh Abdul Hamid Khabir and uh, Sheikh Shaheed Yeso undertook the journey more than 20 years ago to receive the mandate from the Sheikh Al-Azhar for the establishment of the Al-Azhar School with a full-fledged Al-Azhar mission that is based here in Cape Town and benefiting the Al-Azhar School and other institutions in Africa today. But as Jamil, listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, today we pride ourselves that almost 20 years ago, it was on the death of the late Sheikh Nazim, rahmatullahi alayhi, that the birth of Radio Voice of the Cape was born in the office of the late Sheikh Nazim, rahmatullahi alayhi. I think you yourself, with Jamil, today as a very capable presenter of programs on the radio, you know the details of the formation of Voice of the Cape. Uh, absolutely, Molina. You know that it was in that period of time that I served as the Imam of the Nurul Huda Masjid in Dalha. In fact, it is not arrogant to tell the community some of the initial furniture of Voice of the Cape came from Nurul Huda to Radio Voice of the Cape. They're bringing back memories, Molina. <laughs> and in fact, it is important. We are the anniversary of the NGC. We celebrate the great efforts of people. And that is why we cannot become so arrogant today. And particularly for the younger ulama who comes in our community today to recognize that there were great people who served the NGC prior to our arrival. There are many names. There are many families. The Khamudin family, the Najjar family, I, I, in fact, the Khabir family. There are so many families that have contributed, that have produced father, son, father, son, brothers, who have become imams and ulama. So what? To serve the community here in South Africa and more particularly in Cape Town. In 2006, Molina, carry on. Next five minutes, I'll be taking a break, but uh, carry on, Molina. In 2006, 
on the 6th of June 2006 was a very emotional day in the NJC because that was the day that we officially opened the Al-Quds Foundation yeah, office yeah. as part of an international agreement under the leadership of Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi with the head office of the Al-Quds Foundation in Beirut. And in many ways, myself and Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel, we reminisced and we said, today we have achieved a long vision of Sheikh Nazim Rahmatullahi Alayhi that always used to say how we aspired that there should be in the NJC one day an independent office that deals with the Palestinian question. Today, 2015, when we celebrate the 70th anniversary of the Muslim Judicial Council, we pride ourselves with the establishment of an independent office that is known as Idara Su'un al-Qur'an, headed by Sheikh Abdullah Awaluddin and Sheikh Zayd Zansayan, Sister Shamila Tehman in the administration. Because it is important to mention these departments because people traditionally believe that the NJC only consisted of the Halal Department. The Halal Department is now one department of the NJC. The Social Welfare Department is a department. There are many projects, many departments. During the time of Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel as the president of the NJC, he became part of the founding conference in London more than 10 years ago for the establishment of the International Union of Muslim Scholars under Sheikh Yusuf Al-Qurdawi. In fact, the NJC enjoys the first term having been elected among 650 ulama internationally who's been elected to serve the executive of the International Union of Muslim Scholars that takes the Muslim Judicial Council into the international arena where the decision of not only South African, African, Middle Eastern, but the affairs of the entire international Muslim world is discussed on the International Union of Muslim Scholars. And in my capacity as the president of the NDC, I serve the NDC in that capacity. I think that the records of the NJC speak very loud. The records of the Muslim Judicial Council must be preserved. In fact, Sheikh Ibrahim, just before we break Mutazamim for the adverse, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel today mentioned the fearless leader that was Sheikh Nazim Rahmatullahi was. But I want to, to remind the community tonight there are many people who continue to have negative perceptions. That is because they did not know the late Sheikh Nazim Rahmatullahi There are people who are saying things because they heard others say it. But those of us who experience the leadership of Sheikh Nazim record that how Sheikh Nazim Rahmatullahi Alayhi refused to attend the arrival of the then President of Tunisia, Zainul Abidin, during the time of Madiba, when the late, the late Jack Carroll was in the office of the late Madiba and sent a fax to the Muslim Judicial Council asking Sheikh Nazim to attend. And Sheikh Nazim uh, told Professor Jack Carroll, please ask Madiba, I will attend on one condition 
and that is that no alcohol will be served that Akbar. And within half an hour, my dear Sheikh Ibrahim, Sheikh Ahmad, we were witness when the reply came directly in the handwriting of Madiba as a fax confirming to Sheikh Nazim that no alcohol will be served that night. In fact, the history oh, record says it is the first time that a state president came to South Africa that no liquor was served. And oh. that night, when Sheikh Nazim attended the function, Zainul Abidin presented Sheikh Nazim with a Tunisian printed Quran. Allah Akbar. Allah Allah. Sheikh uh, Maulana, could I ask you just on that note to hold it for a minute? I need to go for a very short break. Welcome back once more to Talking Point and uh, we still have Maulana Ikhsan Hendricks online with us and Maulana really taking us down memory lane and reminding us of things that we so conveniently forgot and it's those who stood firm in those days of oppression. Maulana, over to you sir. Yeah, but I mean in the last uh, five minutes that we have left I want to recognize that today uh, we experience a very uh, sensitive phase of the MJC. And that is that most of our senior people are well over the 70s. Many of them are close to 80 and some of them are well over 80. We have Sheikh Musa Goder who is 84 years old. Imam Ali Khirdin, 85 years old. We have uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Majid, one of the most senior members in the MJC, 84, 85 years old. In fact, we must recognize that today the likes of Sheikh Abdullah Solomon, who served the community in various capacities over the years, and the best that we will recall is the days that he spent in Atlanta. This honorable Sheikh is already in a wheelchair. In fact, and I say the discipline of Sheikh Abdullah Solomon is that today he was of the first people to be present at the MJC. While being in his wheelchair, not enjoying the best of love, his heart and his mind and his love and dedication is still for the MJC. But that's a mean, younger people like myself, when we are exposed to the seniority in the Muslim Judicial Council, it's not just another Sheikh. It's just not another imam. It is the equivalent of our fathers. And therefore, today we want to uh, really convey to the senior members, Imam Yasin, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Khabir, uh, Maulana Yusuf Karan uh, as, 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 as the Mufti, uh, uh, Imam Ahmad Edwards, who is due, due to Ilyas, could not be there uh, uh, today. Uh, Sheikh Musa Goder, as I have uh, uh, mentioned, uh, Imam uh, Yuri, as we uh, commonly refer to Imam from, from Shilut Park, that Imam is the silent, uh, in fact, Sheikh Abdul Amul Khadir used to say that if there is an Imam that during the time of the apartheid struggle used to sometimes take the beating of the security to leave, 
for hiding children in the mosque, and then it was Imam Yuri. Also, he doesn't enjoy the best of yours. وَرَحْمَتُ عَلَى And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy on those who have passed on. Uh, we recall the names of Sheikh Umar Khabir, Imam Hassan Solomon, uh, Sheikh Muhammad Salih Deen, uh, Sheikh Abu Bakr Najjar, all those names. And in fact, we, during the course of uh, this year, for the event that is going to flow, we are going to make sure that due recognition is given to all these people, insha'Allah, ta'ala. Mr. Jamil, there is much to say, but I'm cognizant of the time. I want to share with the community that next week and Thursday, next week and Thursday, the 19th, the second part of the commemoration will take place again at an Athens Road Masjid after Salat al-Maghrib in the form of an arwah, the form of the zikr. Uh, and that will be paid tribute to the founding fathers of the MDC and those who have passed on Rahmatullahi alayhim jami. And there are so many, so many, so many names. But I want to thank uh, my executives. I want to thank the Imara members, the General Majlis. I want to thank our sisters, the staff members of the Muslim Dirishan Council, all our projects. Uh, all of them who came today, Jazakumullahu Khairan, and uh, pray for the uh, victory of us as Muslims and the steadfastness in the future, inshallah. Amen, amen. Maulana, on that note, we are going to have to leave it. I just need to share a message with you from a listener that says, Salam Buddha Jamil, extend to Maulana that from us a very happy birthday to his mother, their mother, and also the MJC, and may Auntie Ruweda have many splendid years filled with barakah and khair, inshallah. Amin. Unfortunately, I don't have the name of the listener, but that's one of those messages that have come through. Once more from all of us, Mulana, extend our very warm uh, uh, wishes and our love uh, to Auntie Ruweda. That was Maulana Ikhsan Hendricks. They're just taking us down memory lane on the, how the MJC started and uh, the trials and tribulations they've been through and they've been now in existence for 70 years. Alhamdulillah.